Act Two of Ram Alley, or Merry Tricks by Lording Barry. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Actors Two. Enter Oliver Smallshanks, Thomas Smallshanks. Is this the place you were appointed to meet him? So Boucher sent me word. I find it true that wine, good news, and a young wholesome wench cheer up an old man's blood. <laughs> I tell thee, boy, I am right hearty glad to hear thy brother hath got so great an heir. <laughs> now were myself so well disposed, I should rejoice a faith. I hope you shall do well. No doubt, no doubt. Ah, Sidder has a borne the wench away. My sunny faith, my very sunny faith. When I was young, and had an able back, and wore the bristle on my upper lip, in good decorum I had as good conveyance, and could have furked and furked you away a wench, as soon as e'er a man alive. Tut, boy, I had my winks, my becks, treads on the toes, rings by the fingers, smiles, and other quirks. <laughs> no courtier like me. Your courtiers are all fools to that which i could do i could have done it boy even to a hair and that some ladies know sir i am glad this match may reconcile your love unto my brother oh tis more than so yet i'll seem offended still though i am glad he's got rich summerfield's heir enter william smallshanks francis bared booted come wench of gold for thou shalt get me gold besides odd ends of silver we'll purchase house and land by thy bare gettings wench by thy bare gettings how sayest lieutenant beard does she not look like a wench newly stole from a window exceeding well she carries it by jove and if she can forbear her rampart tricks and hold but close a while twill take by mars how now you slave my rampant tricks you rogue nay fear not me my only fear is still thy filthy face betrays us for all men know thy nose stands compass like a bow which is three-quarters drawn thy head which is with greasy hair o'erspread and being uncurled and black as coal doth show some scullion in a hole begot thee on a gipsy or thy mother was some collier's whore my rampant tricks you rogue thou'lt be descried before our plot be ended what should decry him unless it be his nose and as for that thou mayest protest he was thy father's butler and for thy love is likewise run away nay sweet lieutenant now forbear to puff and let the bristles of thy beard grow downward reverence my punk and panderize a little there's many of thy rank that do profess it yet hold it no disparagement i shall do what fits an honest man why that's enough Oh, to my father and the goose, my brother. Back, you two. Back! Enter Thomas and Oliver Smallshanks. Retire, sweet lieutenant, and come not on till I shall wave you on. Is not that he? Tis he. But where's the wench? It shall be so. I'll cheat him, that's flat. You are well met. Know ye me, good sir? like you think i have no eyes no ears no nose to smell and wind out all your tricks you've stole sir summerfield's heir nay we can find your wildest parts your turnings and returns your traces squats the muses forms and holes you young men use if once our sages wits be set a-hunting are you now crept forth 
have you hid your head within a suburb hall all this while and are you now crept forth tis a stark lie how who told you so did lie foot a gentleman cannot leave the city and keep the suburbs to take a little physic but straight some slave will say he hides his head i hide my head within a suburb hole i could have holes at court to hide my head were i but so disposed thou varlet knave thou hast stolen away sir john summerfield's heir but never look for countenance from me carry her whither thou wilt father father heart will you undo your posterity will you sir undo your posterity i can but kill my brother then hang myself and where is then your house make me not despair foot now i have got a wench worth by the year two thousand pounds and upwards to cross my hopes would e'er a clown in christendom do it but you good father let him leave this thundering and give him grace why la my brother knows reason and what an honest man should do well where's your wife she's coming here behind i'll give her somewhat though i love not thee my father right i knew you could not hold out long with a woman but give something worthy your gift and her acceptance father this chain were excellent by this good light she shall give you as good if once her lands come to my fingering enter francis and bed peace knave what is she your wife that shall be sir and what's he my man a ruffian knave he is a ruffian sir by heaven as tall a man as e'er drew sword not being counted of the damned crew he was her father's butler his name is beard to francis off with your mask now shall you find me true and that i am a son unto a knight this is my father i am indeed fair maid my style is knight come let me kiss your lips that kiss shall cost your chain it smacks i faith i must commend your choice sir i have given a larger venture than true modesty will well allow or your more graver wit commend i dare be sworn she has not so the foolish knave has been accounted wild and so have i but i am now come home and so will he i must believe it now beg his chain wench will you cheat your father ay by this light will i to francis nay sigh not for you shall find him loving and me thankful and were it not a scandal to my honour to be consenting to my son's attempt you should unto my house meanwhile take this as pledge and token of my after-love gives her a chain how long since died your father some six weeks since we cannot stay to talk for slaves pursue i have a house shall lodge us till the priest may make us sure well sirrah love this woman and when you are man and wife bring her to me she shall be welcome i humbly thank you sir i must be gone i must a wooing too jove and priapus speed you your return instantly exanter oliver and thomas smallshanks why this came cleanly off give me the chain you little cockatrice 
Why, this was luck. Fot! Four hundred crowns! Got at a clap! Hold still your own, you whore, and we shall thrive. Twas bravely fetched about. Aye, when will your nose and beard perform as much? I am glad he is gone. He put me to the blush when he did ask me of Rich Summerfield's death. And took not I my cue? Was not good? Did I not bring you off, you arrant drab, without a counter-buff? Look who comes here. And three merry men, and three merry men, and three merry men be we. Enter Boucher and Constantia. Still in this vein, I have done you service. The lawyer's house will give you entertainment, bountiful and free. Oh, my second self! Come, let me bust thy beard. We are all made. Why art so melancholy? Dost want money? Look, here's gold, and as we pass along, I'll tell thee how I got it. Not a word, but that she's Summerfield's heir. <laughs> My brother swallows it with more ease than a Dutchman does flap dragons. He comes. Now to my lawyers. Enter Thomas Smallshanks. Kiss my wife, good brother. She is a wench was born to make us all. I hope no less. You are welcome, sister, into these our parts. As I may say. Thanks, gentle brother. Come now to Ram Alley. There shalt thou lie till I provide a priest oh villainy i think he will gull his whole generation i must make one since tis so well begun i'll not forsake him till his hopes be won exeunt enter throat and two citizens then ye are friends we are so please your worship tis well i am glad keep your money for law is like a butler's box while you two strive, that picks up all your money. You are friends. We, we are, so please you, perfect friends. Why so? Now to the next tap house. There, drink down this. And by the operation of the third pot, quarrel again and come to me for lower. Fare you well. The gods conserve your wisdom. Exeunt citizens. Why so? These are tricks of the long fifteens. To give counsel and to take fees on both sides to make them friends, and then to laugh at them. Why, this thrives well, this is a common trick. When men have spent a deal of money in law, then lawyers make them friends. I have a trick to go beyond all these. If small shanks come and bring rich Summerfield's heir, I say no more, but tis within this sconce to go beyond them. Enter Dash. Here a gentleman in haste would speak with you. What are they? I cannot know them, sir. They're so wrapped in cloaks. Have they a woman? Yes, sir, but she's masked and in her riding suit. Go, make haste, bring them up with reverence. Who are they, you faith? That has brought the wealthy heir? These stools and cushions stand not handsomely. Enter William Smallshanks, Boucher, Thomas Smallshanks, Francis, and Baird. Bless thee, throat. Master Smallshanks, welcome. Welcome, love. Kiss this gentlewoman throat. Your worship shall command me. Oh, art uh, not weary? Can you blame her, since she has rid so hard? You are welcome, gentlemen. Dash! Sir? A fire in the great chamber, quickly. 
Aye, that's well said. We are almost weary. But, Master Throat, if any come to inquire for me, my brother, or this gentlewoman, we're not here, nor have you heard of us. Not a word, sir. Here you were as safe as in your father's house. And he shall thank you. Thou not merry, love. Good Master Throat, bid this gentlewoman welcome. She is one of whom you may receive some courtesy in time. She is most hearty welcome. Look, please you walk into another room where is both bed and fire. Ay, ay, that, that. Good brother, lead her in. Master Throat and I will follow instantly. Exhort Thomas Smallshanks, Francis and Baird. Now, Master Throat, it rests within your power to pleasure me. Know that this same is Sir John Summerfield's heir. Now, if she chance to question what I am, say, Son unto a lord, I pray thee, tell her I have a world of land, and stand in hope to be created barren, for I protest I was constrained to swear it forty times, and yet she'll scarce believe me. Pauca sapienti. Let me alone to set you out in length and breadth. I prithee do it effectually, shalt have a quarter share by this good light in all she has. I prithee, forget not to tell her the small shanks have been dancers, tilters, and very ancient courtiers, and in request at court since Sir John Shortoes with his long silk stockings was beheaded. Wilt thou do this? Refer it to my care. Excellent. I'll but shift my boots and then go seek a priest. This night I will be sure. If we be sure, it cannot be undone, can it, Master Throat? Oh, sir, not possible. You have many precedents and bookcases for it, be you but sure, and then let me alone. Vivat rex, curat lex, and I'll defend you. Nay, then, hang care. Come, let's in. Exit William Smallshanks. Ha-ha! <laughs> have you stole her? Fallery fallentim non est fraus. It shall go hard, but I will strip you, boy. You stole the wench, but I must her enjoy. Exit. Enter Mistress Taffeta and Adriana, below. Come, Adriana, tell me what thou thinkst. I'm tickled with conceit of marriage, and whom thinkst thou for me the fittest husband? What sayest thou to young Boucher? A pretty fellow, but that his back is weak. What dost thou say to throat the lawyer? I like that well, were the rogue a lawyer, but he is none. He never was of any inn of court, but inn of chancery, where he was known but only for a swaggering whiffler to keep out rogues and prentices. I saw him when he was stocked for stealing the cook's fees. A lawyer I could like, for tis a thing used by your citizens' wives. Your husband's dead. To get friendships, you straight must lawyers wed. What sayst thou then to nimble Sir Oliver Smallshanks? Faith, he must hit the hair. A fellow fit to make a pretty cuckold. Take an old man. Tis now the newest fashion. Better be an old man's darling than a young man's warling. Take me the old brisk knight. The fool is rich, and will be strong enough to father children, though not to get them. Tis true. He is the man. Yet I will bear some dozen more in hand, and make them all my gulls. Mistress, stand aside. 
enter boucher and constantia young boucher comes let me alone to touch him this is the house and that's the chambermaid where's the widow gentle adriana the widow sir is not to be spoken to not spoke to i must speak with her must you come you with authority or do you come to sue her with a warrant that you must speak with her i would entreat it oh you would entreat it may not i serve your turn may not i unfold your secrets to my mistress love is your suit it is fair creature and why did you fall off when you perceived my mistress was so coming do you think she's still the same i do why so i took you for a novice and i must think you know not yet the inwards of a woman do you not know that women are like fish which must be struck when they are prone to bite or all your labours lost but sir walk here and i'll inform my mistress your desires exit master boy come not you for love i do boy and you would have the widow i would by jove i never saw one go about his business more untowardly why sir do you not know that he which would be inward with the mistress must make a way first through the waiting-maid if you will know the widow's affections feel first the waiting gentlewoman do it master some half a dozen kisses were not lost upon this gentlewoman for you must know these waiting-maids are to their mistresses like porches unto doors you pass the one before you can have entrance at the other or like your mustard to your piece of brawn if you'll have one taste well you must not scorn to be dipping in the other i tell you master tis not a few men's tales which they prefer unto their mistresses in compass of a year be ruled by me and trust yourself to her out with all your love-sick thoughts to her kiss her and give her an angel to buy pins and this shall sooner win her mistress's love than all your protestations sighs and tears enter taffeta and adriana here they come to her boldly master do but dally not that's the widow's phrase most worthy fair such is the power of love that now i come to accept your proffered grace and with submissive thoughts to entreat a pardon for my so gross neglect there's no offence my mind is changed i told you as much before with a hay-pass and a repass dearest of women the constant virtue of your nobler mind speaks in your looks nor can you entertain both love and hate at once tis all in vain you strive against the stream fee the waiting-maid master stand thou propitious endear me to my love boucher gives adriana his purse secretly dear mistress turn to this gentleman i protest i have some feeling of his constant love cast him not away try his love why sir with what audacious front you can entreat to enjoy my love which yet not two hours since you scornfully refused well fare the waiting maid my fate compelled me but now farewell fond fear my soul my life my lands and reputation i'll hazard all and prize them all beneath thee which i shall put to trial lend me thy ear they talk apart can you love boy yes 
What or whom? My victuals. <laughs> a pretty knave in faith. Come home tonight. Shalt have a posset and candied oringos. A bed, if need be, too. I love a life to play with such baboons as thou. Indeed. But dost thou think the widow will have my master? I'll tell thee then. Won't come? I will. Remember. Will you perform so much? Or lose my blood. Make him subscribe it, and then I vow by sacred Vesta's ever-hallowed fire to take thee to my bed. Till then, farewell. He's worthy, love, whose virtues most excel. To Constantia. Remember. Exit Boucher and Constantia. What? Is it a match betwixt you, mistress? I have set the fool in hope. He has undertook to rid me of that fleshly Captain Puff, which swears in taverns and all ordinaries that I am his lawful wife. He shall allay the fury of the captain, and I, secure, will laugh at the disgrace they both endure. Exeunt. Enter Throat and Francis. Open your case, and I shall soon resolve you. But will you do it truly? As I am honest. This gentleman whom I so much affect, I scarcely yet do know, so blind is love in things which most concerns it. As you honest, tell me his birth, his state, his furthest hopes. He is my friend, and I will speak him truly. He is by birth son to a foolish knight. His present state, I think, will be the prison, and farthest hope to be bailed out again by sale of all your land. <laughs> oh, me accursed! Has he no credit, lands and manners? That land he has lies in a fair churchyard. And for his manners, they are so rude and vile that scarce an honest man will keep him company. I am abused, cozened, and deceived. Why, that's his occupation. He will cheat in a cloak lined with velvet. He will prate faster than five barbers and a tailor, lie faster than ten city occupiers or cunning tradesmen, goes a trust in every tavern where he has spent a faggot, swears love to every whore, squire's boards, and takes up houses for them as their husband. He is a man I love, and have done much to bring him to preferment. Is there no trust, no honesty in men? Faith, some there is, and tis all in the hands of us lawyers and women, and those women which have it keep their honesty so close that not one amongst a hundred is perceived to have it. Good sir, may I not by law forsake him and wed another? though my word be passed to be his wife oh questionless you may you have many precedents and bookcases for it nay though you are married by a bookcase of millesimo sexcentissimo etc you may forsake your husband and wed another provided that some fault be in the husband as none of them are clear i am resolved i will not wed him though i beg my bread all that i have is yours and were i worthy to be your husband i thank you sir i will rather wed a most perfidious redshanks a noted jew or some mechanic slave than let him joy in my sheets he comes he comes enter william smallshanks boucher thomas smallshanks bed now my virago tis done all's cocksure I have a priest will mumble up a marriage without bell, book, or candle, a nimble slave, an honest Welshman that was a tailor, 
but now is made a curate. Nay, you're fitted. Now, Master Throat. Where's your spirit, sister? What? All a mort? What's the matter? Do you hear? What's the reason of this melancholy? By heaven, I know not. Has the gudgeon bit? He has been nibbling. Hold him to it, wench, and it will hit by heaven. Why art so sad, foot wench? We will be married to-night. We'll sup at the mitre, and from thence my brother and we three will to the Savoy. Which done, I tell thee, girl, we'll hand o'er head, go to it pell-mell for a maidenhead. Come, you are lusty. <sighs> you wenches are like bells. You give no music till you feel the clapper. <laughs> Come throat a torch. We must be gone. Exit. Servant. Mistress. We are undone. Now, Joe, forfend. This fellow has no land, and which is worse, he has no credit. How? Are we outstripped? Blown up by wit of man? Let us be gone, home again, home again, our market now is done. That were too great a scandal. Most true. Better to wed another than to return with scandal and defame. Wed me a man whose wealth may reconcile your mother's love, and make the action lawful. But where's the man? I like your counsel, could you show the man? <clears throat> Myself am he. Might I but dare aspire unto so high a fortune? Mistress, take the man. Shall we be baffled with fair promises, or shall we trudge like beggars back again? No, take this wise and virtuous man, who should he lose his legs, his arms, his ears, his nose, and all his other members, yet if his tongue be left, twill get his living. Take me this man. Thanks, gentle Master Beard. Tis impossible. This night he means to wed me. If not by law, we will with power prevent it, so you but give consent. Let's hear the means. I'll muster up my friends, and thus I cast it. Whilst they are busy, you and I will hence directly to a chapel where a priest shall knit the nuptial knot, ere they pursue us. O oh, rare invention! I will act my part. He owes me thirteen pound. I can say no more, but there be catchpoles. Speak, is to match? I give my liking. Exeunt Francis and Baird. Dash! Sir! Get your sword, and me my buckler. Nay, you shall know we are tam mardi quam mercurio. Bring my cloak, you shall thither. I'll for friends, worship and wealth the lawyer's state attends. Dash, you must bear some brain to St. John Street. Go, run, fly, and afar off inquire if that the Lady Summerfield be there. If there, know what news, and meet me straight at the mitre door in Fleet Street. Away! To get rich wives, men must not use delay. End of Act Two.